Okay, today's daf is daf Lamed Bet, and we begin from Amar Rabbi Simon, so a line or two down. So this is referring to Gar Geri Yechidi, and the way I explain the Mishnah is it's referring to an individual uh, Gar Ger, an individual uh, berry, so a grape, and Machloka whether that's all a lot or not. So we're going to qualify that soon. So Amar Rabbi Simon, that's where Rabbi explains that, I think. So Amar Rabbi Simon, because it says, Vinishar ba'olot kanokhev zayit, shnaim shalosha gargarim. Gargarim is meaning shlaim or shlaim. So the pasuk itself, just to be clear, nishar ba'olot kanokhev zayit, shnaim shlosha gargarim. So he says, if it's shnaim or shlosha, if it's two or three, that is fine. That's when it's considered olot. Then we've got a machlok at here what the next word is. It sounds like pachot mikan is an eshkol. Meaning you have to have, according to the way we explained it yesterday, one or two is, so if, if there's only one or two, then it is not is not even considered all a lot. It's considered a eshkol, a bundle on its own right. Okay, that's one way of explaining it. However, that's but what we have here is actually it says in the Gemara in front of us. I've got it says your termikan, not pachot mikan. So for that, the rush here, the rush Cerulio explains the, the what's gargeyechidi slightly differently. He understands the machlok it is regarding. He quotes the rivet. And the rabbit says, Gargiyachidi doesn't mean one single grape. What it means is you don't have psigim, you don't have little side, if you like, little branches coming off it, and all the grapes are growing on the spine. That's when that's when the machlokit is regarding Olalot or not. So he says, um, Rabbi Yehuda understands that since it's got a shidra, since it's got a spine, then it's like a bundle. And therefore, if it's what if it's got more than if it's got three or more, then you've got a bunch. It's an eshkol. That's why you'd say you're termikan eshkol. But if it's got one or two, if it's pachot, like two or three, then it is considered ololot. That's that's how you makayim the girsa. Whereas the rabba, where the rabbanan says, if it's just a spine, it doesn't matter how many you've got along it, it's still considered ololot. So that's a very different way of understanding the Mishnah. But um, just to, that's really makes a difference when you read this next the word we just had as your terror pachot. Let's continue. Now, now we have a mice. Uh, incident. Rabbi Aval, Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina, Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish, Avral Kerem Doron. So here we talk about the, the incredible, the, the, the uh, what what Eretz produced and what the nature of Eretz was days gone by when Am Yisrael were doing what they were meant to be doing. So it says, it says as follows: The Rabbi Aval, Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina, Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish, Avral Kerem Doron. We passed Kerem Doron. Afik Luhu Nebot and Arisa, the, the Arisa, the worker in the field, brought them a chad parsika, brought them an afarsek, big peach. Achlon Inhun. They ate it, the chamareihen, either their donkeys or the chamarim or the donkey drivers, whichever you want to explain it. Aitrun, and what was still left over from the one peach after everyone had a feast of it, says v'shiarnuhu kahadin lifsa, and it was still the size of an ilfas, like a pot, dekfar chananye. So enormous. Umachsik, which would hold, se'ashel adashim. That's such a pot would hold a se'ad adashim. Bate yomim, a few days later, they came, Avram Taman, and I came back to him. And what did he do? He brought two or three that would fit into one hand. So considerably reduced in size. Um, do you mind bringing us from that same tree you brought us last time? They had a preference for the, the enormous one. So Amar Luni said to me, this is the one, this is the same product. But and he referred to this, which means that a land that was so, so um, produced such fruit um, it become lamelecha. Lamelecha is like a salty area that can uh, basically becomes barren. Mira'at yoshveibar, due to the evilness of those that dwell in it. In other words, we see the relationship between the, the how prosperous or the land is 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 a function of 
Am Yisrael themselves. That's what we see in this story. So I'm in a simple level. And, and all these stories obviously have greater depth, but we'll continue with the same thing. When I came to here, I took my ezuri, the ezure debris, I took my belt, the belt of my son, and also the, the belt of my donkey driver. So I tied them all up, tied them all together. And I tried to make it go around the trunk of a charub, a carob tree. I didn't reach it. Now, what's interesting here, the Midrash uh, in Midrash, uh, the Bamid Barab actually goes on to continue that just in case you think that this, uh, he, was, he was a small individual, it talks about his size and his dimension. So we're talking about quite long belts, if you like. And it still wouldn't go around the Charuv. So, Katsat Chad Charuva, Benagid Male Yaduye Tavash. They cut off one branch and it dripped from it a, a whole, uh, uh, quite a lot of Dvash. Of, if you like honey from it, that's again an indication of how, how, um, how, Fertile and how prosperous Israelis. So I'm Why do my Yalma? He says the sifsuf. What's the sifsuf? See that Rav Chaim says this is tamarim shel boser. This is unripe tamarim. That which we ate in our youth, they were better than the peaches we, we ate in our in our old age. Why do Yalma? Because in our time, that's when the the, the world changed. So again, again, a bit like in the story when they came back to the and saw the Afar Sekim, they're trying to, I guess, like a normal size we used to now. So Amra Chia Barba, Seya Arbelit, Haitamotia Seya Solet. So if they plant in Arbel, in Arbel um, that's uh, Arbel, I believe, Harbel, like Arbel is uh, towards uh, Tiberia, no? That, um, that so a Seya of wheat there. It will produce five sayas worth of product, meaning hayomotzi seya solid, a seya fine flour, a seya is again a volume of kemach, seya kevar, kevar, Chaim says it's like a kemach shachor vagas, a coarse, um, a coarse dark flour, seya subin, which is a, a seya of a brand, seya mursan, which is a seya of, with uh, mursan is coarse brand, and seya geninin, which is kash, which is straw. The chadun, the chadon, sorry, and now afilu chad bechadelu kayama. Even now we plan to say we can't give a seya back. So Rabbi Chuna b'Shem Rabbi Avin kina mon machal izin haya. Is Eretz Yisrael so prosperous and so fertile that what it was able to that we used to give kinamon cinnamon as machal izin as food for, for uh, food for, for eat for the goats. And that's how they used to, and that's it. So Reb Chaim says here, which is interesting, he says, They had such an abundance of cinnamon. Um, such a to feed goats off. But that's why they used to raise them, or the, I guess, referring to the goats in Israel. What's interesting in, the, in um, Bereshit Rabbah, this wasn't an indication of how amazing the land was that produced so much cinnamon, but rather it was indication that cinnamon trees are not short. And I was talking about, it was talk, it, there, it, talk, it was trying to um, demonstrate the that type of animals that grow in Israel, that the goats could eat from the tops of these cinnamon trees. Um, that's how big they were. Anyway, let's continue. Rav Chuna B'Shem Rebbe Avin, which again fits in with the continuation of this Roshalmi, because here it talks about the two tmidim, to the korbanot used to offer every day. They used to transport it by putting it on the back of a camel. And the, the tamid itself, its feet would drag on the ground despite the fact it was being transported on the back of a camel. Rav Chuna B'Shem Rabbi Rav. Rav Chuna B'Shem Rabbi Rabbi Idi. 
There was an incident, what happened, they, they, they tied up an ez, a goat, to a tainah, a, a, a fig tree. Uh, what did they find? And they found what happened, they, they found that the, it was zav from both the, the ez and the, um, you see, here it says the, um, the fig tree itself, with like honey coming from it. But I, I understood that it was actually from tamarim. But um, that's, I think that's the case in the, um, in the, in Mesef Tuktubot. In the Tuktubot, it brings a similar, a similar case. And it says, it was Mekayim there, Eretz, he could see, he now understood what it meant, that this land produces Eretz, Zavat, Chalav, Bach, then the Me'urvim together, once together. That's why it's explained in the Bible. Okay, let's continue. Rather, um, Ra- Rebbe Amar the Rebbe Perire. Now, Perire is Rebbe Preda in Bavli. Late at Chamili, won't you show us Ahisagula de Gu Karmech? This great, there was a, a school that means it's this, um, school that doesn't actually mean like school that we mean like nowadays. It doesn't mean that I can go to it and then get a good shirach. School that meant like usually means like a good investment, a treasure of some sort, something exceptional. So here, the, uh, here it means a school, it means I, I heard this incredible cluster of grapes in your field. Show it to me. Amale in, yes. Nafik Bay Chamoy. So, Nafik Bay They went out to show him. Ad Dahavi Rachik, and at a great distance, Safa Bay, he saw it and it appeared to him, Kamin Torah, like an ox. That's how big the cluster was. So, Amale, late, late Hadin Torah Machabal Karma. One second, that ox there, what is it going to destroy your Karen, your vineyard? So, Amale Hadin Torah, Da'atzavar, his that's my big cluster of grapes. Okay, so he says, Vakari Alavi. So, what happened then? He read the Pasuk, Ancha Melech Bim Sibo, near Diri Tanrecho. So, to, to appreciate how they're using this Pasuk from Shir Shiri, my reader of Chaim, he says, Perish, Ancha Melech, what's Bim Sibo? He understands, Hesiv Vehestir Panal. Hakarosh Baruch was already done, Hester Panim. The Atai says, and destroy the base of Migdash. Vacharav Beit Migdash. Ata, you, he's talking to the, if you like, the cluster of the land itself, you're standing by your, your if you like, your chutzpah, the way the, the Rashulics translate it, to still produce such beautiful fruit. That's Nidir Rechem's reference, that you're still producing such incredible fruit. So it's the, um, so that's why the Gemara continues, you're still acting chutzpah. So then what happened? They, Kept going, they tried to find this cluster and it, they couldn't find it after that point. In other words, it seemed to be, it didn't seem to be correct. There seemed to be a mismatch. The base of could be destroyed and Eretz Yisrael was still producing nice fruit. So then everything came back in sync. Okay. Uh, they brought in front of him They brought him two puglim. Puglim is um, snon, like a radish, I think. One second. Um, it's non, yes, radish, um, and and that in, in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and Vahavi Afku Shmita and Shmita and it was Motzei Shvit. Vahavi will Taine Degamla, and they loaded up a, do, a a camel with this. I'm alone. Late Asu isn't Asu. Blah Svichinunun. How can you have such radishes already? Already, it must have grown during Shmita yet. Samarle no Bafik Reishata is Darun. I planted these Motzei Rosh Hashanah. But nonetheless, they still grew so quickly. Again, the Brach of Eretz Yisrael. So, but Toshah, in that moment, he tear Rebbe Likach Yerik Miyad. So that's why Rebbe was Matir, because of the, it seemed to be accelerated so fast, that we'll learn the back to the Ketis Mechmes, the Sekta Shmita, 
that he allowed them to eat um, already purchased vegetables, Motzei Shmita, immediately and not be concerned that maybe they are considered as over on Isosfichen, they're planted in Eretz in during Shmita. Okay, let's continue. More about Eretz Israel. What does it mean when the Pasuk says, Ad shu prudot tacha magrafotehem? Megrafotehem, sorry. So, Ad shu means like a lashon of mole. So, Amar lehun, tacha cha'inu gorfim dvash. We used to goref, take, collect dvash, honey. Hare anu gorfim. Now, what we're collecting, we're collecting effectively mold. So, again, the brachas are very seldom into, uh, fortunately, class. So, Maisa bechad cha'ya shura shal ta'inu. He had a whole row of tainim. This is again talking about brachas once again. He found from these tainim, there was dvash, there was such, um, there was honey that the, the drip from it, if you like, it was surrounding it. He had planted, a, he had planted in a field of leopard. What he would do from the leopard he grew, he would take off pieces of it. And then he would sell those pieces. That's how he got his pronounced. That's how big it was. And we, there was, in that incident, we found that there's a shu'al, a fox that came and nested on the top of that turnip. Let's continue. Masa B'Shichin, his location. There was a single stalk of uh, mustard. There were four, three twigs, if you like, coming off them, and it broke. And Chadmehem, they took one of them, and it was so large, it was able to cover a sukkah yotrim. You remember Masef the sukkah, sukkah yotrim is like a potter's, like a makeshift sukkah, if you like, a potter's sukkah. And umatzah, and within it they found shloshet kabin, three kav of charadal of mustard seeds. So I'm Rabbi Shimon Ban Ben Chalafta. I had one stalk of mustard in mine. I would climb this stalk of mustard like one would climb up in a fig tree. Sorry? Hard to do. Okay. Uh, he planted a seah of, of afunim, is a piece. The asa shlosh and it produced 300, so the yields 300 times what he, pl- what he planted. So, so people said, wow, Kodesh Baruch was giving me such blessing. This is nothing. Go away, he says. Because what happened? Bad tal, tal, the tal that is, that is um, bad for the produce fell on a tal is Jew. Dilokin, if it wasn't for that, like Dilokin is Dilokin, the Kafla Havimavid, I would have been able to produce double. So it's almost like saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. Let's continue. Amreb Shimon ben Chalfuta. He said to his son in Sichnin, Go get for me Grogarot. Grogarot is dried figs from the barrel. He put his hand in, he just found it was a barrel of honey. It's a honey. What are you talking about? Put your hand in, you'll see, you'll pull it out. In other words, it was so uh, juicy, if you like, that even the figs that were sitting in a barrel were produced to produce a tremendous amount of honey. Okay. He said, go out to the attic and get us, get, get some grogorot, some dried figs. And what did he find? He found the whole thing was like tzafalea, like floating. It was like overcome with dvash the whole area. Chananya used to sell bees honey. He also happened to have also um, honey from a tzir'ah. Now tzir'ah um, actually uh, means, well, it's usually translated as a hornet. 
And this came up in our Mishnayomit learning because we were discussing the seven liquids that are Makshir of Padal And what that means is that this is Mesefa Makshir, means when the food is picked from the tree, it's not immediately susceptible to Tumah unless it comes into contact with one of the seven liquids, and one of these liquids is honey. And there it says it's referring to Dvash Devorim and not Dvash Tzira. And I was learning at it, uh, I was looking into it a bit further, and it doesn't seem to be that it's Tzira, a hornet can actually produce honey, but uh, wasps can. So maybe Tzira here means wasp, but uh, let's just leave it as Tzira anyway, just for simplicity. So Bata Yomin, after a number of days, Avru Taman, some people passed by, they'd sold honey to them in the past. So Amar Luni said to them, begin lo mitai, just so I'm not, begin, I don't want to mislead you, or bata yo, abru taman, Amar Luni, begin lo mitai, I want to mislead you, having you should know, ahu duvsha, diyabi l'chul, that honey that I've given you in the past, that was ditzli that was actually dvash tzira, it was a mistake. So Amar Luni, they said to him, minei anibai, you actually want that honey, do tabli vidat, this is actually good for our malacha, good for our work. So therefore, what did he do? What did what did uh, Rav do? Ifrish timite ubane be midrash What is it that he was mafrish? He was mafrish the prophets he made um, and built a base midrash in Siporin. Now, very interesting. Rav Chaim says is I feel in other words I feel hachi nonetheless. I read inside. Hifrish hamamon shir viach mehen. He separated the money he profited from them. Velo memeno. He didn't want to benefit himself from it. Because he didn't want to benefit from something, from a Maisinism, from that, which was a miracle. And therefore, what did he do? He took that money and built a base midrash in Sipori. And just to be clear, what was a Maisinism? So the Pnei explains that since he started seeing that he was being as profitable with his Fash Sirah as he was with his bees, honey, then he frish Sach Shivyon. That's why he separated that sum of money and used that to build a basic data midrash in Tzipor. Let's continue. Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon, Azul Echad Atta, he went to one place. Aitin Kamui Krub, they brought in front of him a Krub, Mitzam. He brought him some cabbage, it was incredibly sweet. So Amrul was saying, Dvash, you put so much honey into it. Amrul later said to him, No, Loyavine Bey Mine Obeyhu. He says, We didn't add any honey into it. This krub is so sweet simply because it's mineo bay, because that's the nature, that's the, that's how sweet that krub grows in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, that's all the brachas of Eretz Yisrael, not all the brachas, but that's the sugi that ends off the discussion of brachas of Eretz Yisrael. And let's now, um, let's now continue, let's continue, learn the next halacha. Halacha, halacha dalet. Hameda begfanim, we saw this sugi before, someone who is thinning out a vine. Kishem chum medel betok shelokach shel medel betoshalani, in Dibre Yehuda. He said, we saw this machloka before, that when you're thinning out the vine, just as you can, just as you thin out your grapes, you can also thin out all the lot. There's no question. So Rebbe Meir, Meir, Bishelo, who Rashai, Ve'in Rashai, Bishel Aniyim. says, no, you can't do, you can't touch the Olalot of the Aniyim. You, you can, when you're thinning it out, you can only, you can only thin out yours. And we saw that machloka, that was a shoe we ended early. We'll, we'll see, we'll revisit that now. It says, Hakol modim b'mocher lechavero asara eshkolot. Everyone agrees, if someone sells his friend 10 eshkolot, He's not allowed to touch them when you're thinning things out. However, everyone agrees if you're a shoot-up with somebody else, just as you're thinning yours, you thin your partners out as well. So therefore what? So Rabbi Yehuda says, the fact you can thin out the Ololot is because he views what? He views the Ani like a shoot-up in the field. So therefore, just to thin out yours, you can thin out the others. Rabbi Meir have a like Rabbi Meir ever says, no, he, he views the Ololot as if they already owned, as if you sold them, if you like, to the Mocher, 
Uh, so to, to the Anim, that's why you can't touch them. So the Havamin at this stage, the first explanation is the Machloket between um, Rebbe, Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Meir and Amishna is how we view the Anim in the field. Is it like they're sold to them or is it like they're shut up in the field? Okay. By the way, that is how the Batanur explains the Mishnah. So if that's the case, if an animal came along and ate it, and you're poshea in looking after the field, then in if you say there's a law, he's going to have to pay him. And we don't find that. We say if the anim come and take the other lot, great. If not, not. So according to Rafulda, that's a rejection of the first answer. You can't, it can't be that's what behind Machloket, whether you view them as Shutaf or if you view them as uh, Mochel. Which is interesting because oh, the Mepharshim Mishnah seemed to be Kashat on the Batanura. So, by the way, you'll see all the Mepharshim Mishnah coming out in the Sugya. So, the, the Gemara continues. Doesn't this seem to me uh, uh, we switch the Shitter of Yehuda? Taman, if you remember, you recall when we had the case of when an individual was um, needed to water his field and they were lekkered in the field. Rebbe Meir was of the opinion, if you remember before, that depends if, his, if the losses to the Balabite are going to be greater than the losses to the Anim, he can water his field. Rabbi Yehuda says it doesn't matter. Benkach or Benkach, you've got to pick up all. The, if you want to water the field, you've got to pick up all the lekker and put it on the side. So we say what? He say Benkach or Benkach. He says Benkach or Benkach. I mean, you cannot get it. The Ani Banim and Notlo, Ani can come and get it. Let's go. The Korma Hachin. So there, by watering the field, if you remember, we did the sugya. When the watering the field, we said the Rabbi Yehuda is machmir, and he says you can't touch the Amin. You can't water that water the field. You've got to pick it up and put it on the side. You can't destroy it. We're here with Ololot. When you're thinning the vine, you can, just as you thin yours, you can thin the Ololot. So doesn't that, that doesn't make sense. It seems to be a contradiction. So we say as follows. He says, no, it's beneficial to the Ani. Why? If you, if you, um, if you do, uh, what's it called? If you, um, if you made it properly, it means it's going to take better care of the vine and the vine is going to produce more next year. So it's in the interest of the ani that the meddling, this uh, thinning of the vine is done appropriately. Okay. So he's a, there's an interest in, he's happy to forego it. So we say, but you can say, provide the same rationale with watering a field. Say the ani, it's in his interest that you water a field because you're going to produce better crop next year. So therefore, you should forgo the fact that like it's getting me destroyed. So I'm says, no, no, no. Because what, what can Asher do? He waters it this year, destroys a leket, and next year he plants cucumbers. And there's no concept of leket for cucumbers. So therefore, the ani's not profiting it from it. So, whereas here, a vineyard, you're not going to pull out the vines. You can't pull out the vines. By thinning it out, there's a profit as well. So if you recall, so that's, by the way, the way Tiferet Yisrael explains the Mishnah. Tiferet Yisrael explains the Mishnah that, is that the, way, the reason why Rabbi Yehuda allows you to medel betoch ani mishalot is because it's in the interest of the ani that the vines are well cared for because they're going to get more peret and ololot next year. Now, if you remember, Reb Chaim says, but one second, as sugya, we learned back on your dapim is chavav, minus mem vav. There we saw it was a different answer. And if you recall, our different answer was, and at the time we explained like the gra, um, the difference is in Ololot, when's the chiyuv of Ololot? The chiyuv of Ololot, when you start harvesting. So therefore, when you, there's the Ololot don't yet belong to the Aniyim at that early stage, like you said previously in the year when we were learning the year together. Um, 
So therefore, there's no problem seeing it another lot because it doesn't belong to them. But the Leket case, when you're watering the field, already belongs to the onion. That's why you can't touch them. And by the way, that's the answer of the Tosfot. So even though when we explained that sugya previously, that was according to Shittata Gra, which seemed to have a Shino Girsa and everything, that is consistent, if you like, with the, the explanation of the Tosfot. Um, so therefore, that gives us what to uh, feel comfortable about. Okay. And we also then explained what the Chachamim's contradiction. We, if you recall, we explained that according to the Vibaz in that sugya. But back, back on, back on Daf Tavvav back in the, you know, about a week ago, that was uh, that was a you know, complex sugya. Everyone was explaining it differently. But what I like is we end up explaining like the gra, which fits in the Shittatotosva. Okay, let's learn halacha here. Kerem Ravai. What's Kerem Ravai? Kerem Ravai is, or Neta Ravai as well, is fruit, fruit in the fourth year of a tree's growth. In the first three years, it's considered orla. In the fourth year, it is like, let's say it's like Master Shane. It had to be taken to Shalim Eden there. The question is, how similar is it to Maiser Shani? Does it share all the laws or just this property that you take to Shalim and eat it there? And also you can point it as well. You can redeem it, transfer it to money, just like Maiser Shani, and take that to your Shalim and then ideally buy a korba. So we say, this is the question, Kerem Ravai, the, the, the grapes in a vineyard on the fourth year. Beit Shammai says, It's not exactly like Maiser Shani. What's Chomesh, what's Biur? If I Maiser Shani, I don't want to transfer it to Shalim to money, I can't do it dollar for dollar. I have to add a chomesh. I have to redeem with more money than it's worth. I have to add chomesh, which is a fifth after it's added on, which really means 25% of its value. Okay, that's chomesh. Biur is, and in the, in, after the third and after the sixth year, which is Erev Pesach, fourth and seventh year in the Shemitah cycle, I have to do biur. I have to remove all the master shame from my house. So the question is, does chomesh and Biur also apply to Neta Ravai, or Kerem Ravai, I should say. So according to Beit Shammai, there's no. Beit Hill says, yes, it does apply. Yeshlo. Beit Shammai, yeshlo. Beit Shammai says, ah, good question now. Neta Ravai, what's the din? Or Kerem Ravai. Beit Shammai says, yeshlo peret ve'ololot. Peret, the matanot anim apply. But even though it's got kudusha of Kerem Ravai, anim, once they take it, they have to be poiter at poiter la'atzma. However, Beit Hillel says, no, Kula Lagat. Kula Lagat, why does he say it goes to Gat? Because he says, since it's considered Master Shani, exactly like Master Shani in the fourth year. And Master Shani is like Mamon Gavola, is like property of Shemaim, if you like. Therefore, and Hekdish is Patul from Peret and all the lots of so too, Karen Ravai would be as well. Okay, that's the connection. So now we have two different ways of understanding the Matlokit. Let's continue. So Tani Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, Lo Amu Beit Shamai. Ella, um, Ella, the Shvit. Aval Belshar Shane Shua, Bechamai Yeshla Chomesh Vieshla Bir. So Rebbe understands when does Bechamai Cholek? Bechamai agrees that every other year of the Shmita cycle that, um, that, that it's exactly like Master Shani. He's only Cholek in Shmita. Why is he Cholek in Shmita? One second. I was going to show you. Oh, we're going to see in a second. Or he said, Oh, Shita. Ella Ishna. One second. I'm going to explain it in a minute anyway. Sorry. Because why? So I'll do it. But I myself. Which means, Aldat means what's the timer of this Tnaya of Rebbe? He says, Where do we learn Netaravai from? We learn it from Masashani. Just as there's no Masashani in Shmita year. Because why? Because there's no Trumas of Master in Shmita year. So there's no That's why there's no masses. That's why there's no chomesh and there's no biur. 
So the Gemara asks the next most obvious question. If there's no Neturavai, lo then say there's no Neturavai Bichlal. Say it doesn't have Kedusha at all. Don't say that you don't have to, when you put it, you have to have Chomesh. Say you have to put it at all. So it can't possibly mean there's no Neturavai Bichlal. It's just that which is common with Master Shani doesn't apply in Shemitah yet for Kerem Ravai. So why? So we say, so why is that the case? Because we learn it from Kodesh Hilulim. What's Kodesh Hilulim? That refers to Harehu. That's, that's the passage that refers to, um, it says, Bashat Kol Kodesh Hilulim. Kerem Ravai is referred to Kodesh Hilulim. So the Torah compares that Hare Kedusha Shukrim that is, its kedusha is like something else that we read halal by. What is that that's referring to bikurim? Because bikurim is that which we say because when you wave the bikurim, you recite like a halal, which is army oved avi. So therefore, that's its parallel. So we say vahamutar leoinen. But one second, if that's the case, bikurim and oinen can eat. So so too kerem ravai and onen, someone on the day of a close relative dying. Should also be able to eat it when that's we know that's not the case. So itani magid shahu asur. So we've got a writer that says no. We learn from a pasuk that no, it's a separate pasuk by kerem um, revai that anonen can have it, and it's not learnt from importantly master shame. What's the pasuk? Rashi really says and we're not clear what it is, but it because, maybe because it's referred to hilul. If the Torah refers to it as hilulim as a case of in a, in a state of simcha, and an onen isn't in a state of simcha. Okay. Vayuchai babiu. If that's the case, if you're connecting it to Bikurim now, not to Master Shani, then it should also be should apply. So he says, begin to Rabbi Shimon because the reason why you don't have to worry about it, because Rabbi Shimon says Biur doesn't apply to Bikurim. So we can learn it from Bikurim and explain still why Beit Shammai says it's not Chai Bibur. So he says, if that's the case, then you should, if you say it like Bikurim, now Bikurim has Kedusha while it's still attached to the ground. Okay, you draw, you wrap a string around it, and you call it Bikurim, and it has Kedusha Bikurim, if it's called Bikurim already. But we know with Kerem Ravai, you can only put it when it's detached from the ground. You're going to redeem it once it's cut. So if you're now saying we're learning this for Bikurim, then I should be able to put it while it's still attached to the ground, while it's still growing. And we know that's not the case. So that's left as a cash on Chitzah Rebbe. Okay, so Rebbe, sorry. So once again, Rebbe, just to summarize with Shittat Rebbe, Rebbe says that the Machlok of Beit Shammai Bethil is only in Shemitah year. That is because Beit Shammai holds since, since Master Shemi doesn't apply in Shemitah, also a lot of Kerem Ravai doesn't apply in Shemitah, and that which does still apply is either learned from Bikurim or it's learned from um, the, the, of, the Pesukim, specifically Kerem Ravai itself. However, Tani Rebbe Shimo Mengamiel Omer, he says, no, Echad Shemitah Echad Shar Shnei Okay, according to uh, Rebbe Shimon Gan says, no, it's not a machlok only Shmiti, it's every year. Every year the Shmita cycle. We'll go a little bit further. So what's the time? Like you say, Babli, my timer, what's his reason of this Tanaya of Rebbe Shimon Gamel's understanding of of um of Kerem Rabbi? He says, He's of the opinion, Beit Shammai says, and despite the fact that Beit Hillel says with this complete connection between Kerem Avai and one's learned from the other, Beit Shammai says you don't learn anything from Kerem, from, from, uh, from there's no connection to Kerem Avai and So therefore, there should be any Kedusha, like Kedusha Masashani, where do you get it from? And the Gemara continues exactly, that's why I'm continuing now, exactly like we learned with Rebbe. 
says, ah, that which we learn, what do we learn from it? Because first it says, the Kedush itself, you don't learn it from anywhere. We learn it exactly from Kodesh Shilulim that the Torah calls it Therefore, we say Kedush Shilulim, it's connected what? We connect it to not Masashani, but to Bikurim. Okay? So therefore, we said, make it Mutar to an Oinah. Just like Bikurim, the Mutar to an Oinah. So we said, Tanimagit Shuasul Oinah. So it says, no, uh, we've already got a bright to the teacher, says Asul. We saw Rosh Surah because the Torah says Hilulim, says it's Asul. So therefore, maybe it should be Chayav Bibiyur, according to Beit Shammai, just like Bikurim. So begin to Rabbi Shimon, because he holds like Rabbi Shimon, they hold, I should say, hold like Rabbi Shimon, it's Patabiyur. And then we ask the same question, so let it be redeemed then, when it's still connected to the ground. Again, what was that Kash? Let's make it clear. If you're learning from Bikurim, and Bikurim has Kedusha when it's already attached to the ground, then you should say the Keravai also has Kedusha when it's still attached to the ground. And we know that, and therefore it should be able to be redeemed while it's still attached to the ground. And we know that's not the case. We know you can only, re- just like Masashani, if you like, you can only redeem it once it's detached, or because Masashani once you've done a frasha. So those two, therefore, we've also left with a cash, if you like, on Rabbi Shimon Okay, we'll stop here. Have a good day, everyone.